Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Craft Beer Bucket List, where we review beers you have to try before you die. And you've literally heard that twice in the last 30 seconds. We want to make it stick. So I'm your host, Biggest Ray Ray, rocking it from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. On one side or the other of the Arkansas River, we've got Mike. And uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? You know, I'm doing pretty good. That w- You know, That's that it. led up to like this, huge, like this huge thing, and then I'm all right. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. No, you know, uh, it's... Yeah. It's, it's been a good day. Uh, I had a long work day today, so um, I'm, uh, I'm ready to drink some beers. And is that why we're absent of the crescendo? The crescendo. Like, where's the crescendo, Mike? I don't know. The, where is where's it? the crescendo? I've been missing it. Oh, well, it doesn't matter, Mike. We're drinking beer tonight. Let's talk about beer. Well, we uh, here in a second, we're going to introduce some special guests. Um, but before yes. we do that, um, I think you should do our social media shout outs. I should. I, I believe I should do that, Mike. Yeah. So again, I'm calling out some folks on on Instagram, and uh, all these folks that are listed here have done a, a great job of supporting us on our IG page, and I love that. And I'm hoping I'm saying this first one right. Yeah, if I say it wrong, please forgive me. But it looks like Mystical Carmen Fatima. Oh yeah, and it's all one word by the day. Yeah, now she's so, cool. Man, she comments and posts on so much of our stuff, and I like looking at her stuff too. She posts a lot of great beers. Now, we also have cute. new text. Oh, sure. That helps. You know, I'm not going to disagree. Gonna be, being honest. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, we have a 
New Texican Brew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they they uh, support our stuff quite a bit on there. And Darth Zantos. I think he's Oklahoma. And they, I believe so. I yeah. do believe so. Yes. And uh, also Dan Beck brews with Beck. Yeah. So they uh, regularly comment. Tags us in and, a lot. Uh, yeah, they tag us in a lot. He tags us on a post. And also, I got to reach out or give a shout out to Havoc Seven Thirty One. Uh, they were the winner of our Cabin Boys Can Label sticker. So, congratulations yeah. to Havoc Seven Thirty One. And again, thanks to everybody that follows us on Instagram. There's a you know we've got a, a good following at this point. Um, so I'm looking forward to reaching ten thousand. Uh, hopefully, by the end of the year, uh, we're nowhere near ten thousand right now. Obviously, but you know, if you don't shoot for the stars, you're not even gonna get to the moon or something cheesy like that. So. Yeah, I, I know how many we have, Mike. Well, you know, I don't want to say it. I'm not trying okay. to be a braggart, but I'm just saying I want to get to ten thousand by one million dollars. No, I was, uh, I was saying that. The, the, yeah, anyway, yeah, the, the Darth Santos is kind of a big deal because tonight yeah. we have a special episode with uh, featuring only Oklahoma beers, and our special guests are Oklahoma centric. So, tell us about yes. the free sticker we can get, or not? We, I, I can't get it. I guess I can't. No, we, I yeah, we can't get. So you have the stickers already, but like we've been doing all season long, uh, we've got beer stickers from all over the country and we're giving out a set every episode. To do that, within seven days of the air date of this podcast, reach out to us again on Instagram at Craft Beer Bucket List, all one word, and say, hey, I want some free stickers. Uh, so as many people send us DMs, we will send you guys the stickers until we run out. Now that usually happens within one or two days of the podcast going live. Um, and if we have, you know, more folks in that reach out, we'll at least send you some of our craft beer bucket list stickers. Uh, we will do that, but just understand you have seven days from the air date of this podcast. So Mike, tell us, uh, who's our sticker giveaway this week. So our sticker giveaway for this episode is Canadian river brewing, um, who we are also featuring as a beer tonight. So, um, they were, they were, they were very nice and provided us with stickers to go along with this podcast. So, uh, we're going to be uh, shelling them out as many as we got. Um, yeah. And they're, more, they're out of, yeah, what, where, where are they out of? Sorry. Sorry. Chick- are Chickasha. they out of Chickasha, Oklahoma? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Chickasha. That's awesome, man. But tell me, what were you going to say? I just cut you off, man. My bad. I'm going to say this is a perfect segue into introducing our special <clears throat> guest with us. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. I was going to say with us today, but it's tonight. With us tonight, we have Stacia and Andrea from the Oklahoma Women's Craft Beer Society. Um, ladies, how are you? Excellent. Great. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, I know we... Yes, thanks for being here. We were looking forward to this. You know, we've been talking about, uh, you know, collaborating on a podcast for a little bit now, and we're super pumped to have y'all. Um, so, um, I think the next thing we should do is introduce the beers and get the reviewing, right? Uh, yeah, I agree. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. So the first, so we're gonna have two beers tonight. We're going to have the Anthem Rad Ombre, which is a Mexican lager. We're going to review that first. And then after the break, we're going to review the Canadian river Cherokee sunrise. Um, and then again, that's the, the, the folks that provided the free stickers. Um, so the first beer. Without further ado, is Rad Ombre. Uh, Stacia, pick a number between one and ten. She chose seven. seven. 
Andrea? Two. All right. It was 10. So, uh, Stacia, you get to crack your beer first. Okay. Hold on. That was kind of weak sauce. <laughs> that's that's okay. It's all good. Hey, as long as you can beat Ray. All right, Andrea. <laughs> all right, here I go with the right on Ray. Let's see what I got. Oh. Wow. And it all right. Yeah. Already got instant head here. It's great. So we're going to do it like the Olympic style. Like, so every time somebody new goes, we're going to re-rank them. So right now it's Andrea, then Stacia. Ray? Yeah. All right, here we go. That's, that's kind of all right. <laughs> Weak. I know. I told I told you. That's, just, that's what I do. At least I'm consistent. Uh, so I got Andrea Station. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, man. You've got an acoustical yeah. room there you're working in. I got the, I got the wrist action. Yes. I... I Try not to break a nail. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. There they are. <laughs> oh, you can. Yeah, no, that's totally my mo. I've got. Yeah. Anyway, well, so, so yeah, so the Rat Ombre is a Mexican style lager, five uh, percent from Anthem Brewing out of Oklahoma City. Um, so ever as everybody's taking their first drinks and getting a whiff of it and all that, um, I'm going to read the the byline or the the little blurb they have it. You, for the Anthem Brewing. They say, you know that one amigo that makes the best times even better? Yep, that's the Rad Ombre. Rad Ombre is our take on a Mexican-style cerveza with a twist. A hint of lime is added to create the citrusy sea summertime flavor that we know and love. This easy drink and lager with a hint of tart lime is a perfect companion for a sun sunny, beachy day or if you're just dreaming about it. <clears throat> what are you waiting for? There we go. So... Yeah, so I'm anxious to hear the thoughts. So I'm going to drink mine. It's really bright. I like it. I, always, I agree. So I almost get a oh, little bit ahead, of a vanilla ahead. on the front side of that. You get a little vanilla out of that? Like, like, a, like a sweetness, and it must be coming from the lime. The lime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is a subtle sweetness about it. Um, I didn't think of vanilla, but when you said that, it's like, I thought of vanilla. I don't think there's any in here, but it almost reminded me of like a lactose. Yeah. It just has a, a creaminess about it. I didn't expect being a Mexican style lager, but it's, it just flows gently on the palate as you pour it in your mouth. It does. You know, that little hint of lime is really actually nice with that. Agreed. I like it. Yes. And it says that these are a uh, kefir, K-A-F-F-I-R leaves. And they actually come from Thailand, which is interesting. So I did a little research on that. Dang. So, right. uh, yeah. So this is a, a fruit that is native of Southeast Asia. And it's a key ingredient oh, in cool. Thai cuisine. I like I'm that. I'm a big fan of Thai food. Oh. Uh, I get down on some Thai food. Honestly, this would probably be a really good palate cleanser for some Thai food. Having that lime amazing. in it. Yeah, I can totally see that. This is so a long time ago. Um, they had a Mick Ultra li cactus lime. 
<laughs> and this this kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Like it's, I mean, it's it's got a little bit better body uh, and a little bit better t- uh, flavor from from the front to the back, right? But overall, it, I kind of get this. I, I kind of it, it it brought some memory recall there. Man, that's a beer I haven't thought about in a good while now, Mike. Yeah, for a good reason, but you know. <laughs> for, no, sure, sure. Uh, but man, this is so crushable, dude. Definitely oh, yeah. a sessionable beer. This is definitely sessionable, was, for sure. And with summertime just around the corner, y'all, um, yeah. this is going to be a, a good go-to. This is a poolside sixer. Yeah, 5%. Oh, it, absolutely. Uh, like in Anthem, shout out to them again. Like I have another brewery I've yet to have a bad beer from. And I don't just say that because, uh, you know, they're in Oklahoma. I'm in Oklahoma. It's like, uh, no, they have some really good beers and they consistently deliver quality. And what I look for in just about any style of beer I, I get from them. They've been around for a long time. Yes. That, that was actually my oh, gateway they... brewery. Was Anthem. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Had plenty of their brews. So I don't know. Oh, I know sure. y'all are from more of the Oklahoma City area, but when you're from the the northeast or eastern side of the state, you float to Illinois, uh, right? This is the floating the Illinois River. Oh beer. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's a really good lake beer too. I can see that. Uh, yeah. You know, 105 Ka-ching. degrees. <laughs> I think we got a winner. This is the beer. Right? It is. It's good. It's it's is a really good. It's beer. got like that that it's it's got the you know the, the Mexican style lagers have a little bit of the, the kick to them so to speak right, and it definitely has just enough of that to make you think uh, it's the Mexican style lager, but not it's not overpowering by any means. Oh no. So uh, no, I not at all. No, it's no, it's well good. balanced with the lime. Um, I like that. It's got a low yeah. IBU, which means it's going to totally be crushable. Um, it's got a beautiful color to it and my can was uh well carved i still have some head retention here which is good so this is a solid beer for sure absolutely definitely carbonation is something we talk about quite a bit on here and i feel like it's it's i'm gonna say it's a little higher carbonated but i would expect that you know from from a lager yes i don't mind it in this style beer at all it really adds to the to the crispness of the beer um, it's just gonna, it just feels good on the tongue when you take it in. I already know I talked about the mouth feeling some, some smoothness up front or some silkiness, mm-hmm. but this oh, yeah. is just like, yeah, it's totally refreshing. And, and I like that. And even for me, Mike and I've talked about this before. If, if I have to put a lime in a beer, I don't want that beer, right? I don't want to add Thank fruit you. to my beer. Um, <clears throat> but having a hint of lime added in this and just a hint, Subtle. it's not like a slap you in the face with some, some lime. Uh, no, it's, it's just so I, again, we talked about this even a couple weeks ago when we had beer, babe, Jess on, and I won't get into the beers too much, but we got slapped in the face with some citrus in one hazy and the other one was just like a nice gentle here, have a nice orange. And then we get the same thing here with like, here, have a nice little bit of lime. Yes. It's just like, ah, it's pleasant. It is. It's, it is pleasant. I, I absolutely love the citrus side of this one and it's crisp up front. That's what I really like about it. It's crisp and smooth at the same time. Absolutely. Stacia, uh, what are you thinking over there? It's a good starter beer for somebody that's wanting to introduce into the craft beer scene. That's a solid point. That's actually a really, you know, we talked about the gateway brewery, but that's this is a gateway beer. It's a solid point. Absolutely. 
you know, like, yeah. And, 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 you know, it reminded me of that Mick ultra cactus lime, lime cactus. That I really feel like beer. any cervezas are going to be good gateway beers yes. as long as they're on the craft side of it. Yes. Yeah. You know, when they're using right. different types of ingredients or, you know, their grain bill is different, but that's still the same style of beer. It's a good one. No, absolutely. So how many, go ahead, Ray. Okay. So, you know, how many people are intimidated <clears throat> to try a craft brew? They, they, somewhere new, they don't know the names. I've seen a lot of people walk in like, I have no idea what to order because they have such yeah. unique, creative names. They're scared. They don't always explain the style. Yes, absolutely. Too bitter, hot. And this one, and dark. You, know, you can point them to like, right. This is like, you can just point somebody, just, just try this one. Just try it. Don't worry about the name. Don't worry about it being the red ombre. Just know it's a Mexican style lager. It's got a hint of lime and it's going to make your taste bros do the happy dance. Uh-huh. That's all you got to know. <laughs> and uh, maybe we can, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being goofy, but true. I am. Um, but I think that's a great way to sell somebody on this and get them into the craft, you know, beer scene and enjoy some better mm-hmm. beer. I'll say it. I think it's better beer. Better beer. I'm all about educating. And that's the thing is when you teach people about IBUs and SRMs, and just different styles of beer. Um, I believe that that could just kind of opens it up. They're like, oh, I actually know what to look for. I might like this or I might like that. Um, just tonight when I was picking up these beers, I did that at uh, the store. You know, they had never experienced craft beer. And I picked it. I actually picked this one up and she said, oh, is that good? And I said, it is. We can actually talk about it tonight. Um, yay. <laughs> but education and talking to people and just opening up their eyes to just different things. And um, and craft beer isn't something to be scared about, but a lot of people are really intimidated by it. Right. So, so I'm glad you brought that up. It's the beer. Uh, what's yeah. So <laughs> I mean, what's something beard. that you ladies do um, to help educate folks? I mean, just like when you go to the store, sure, you can talk to a stranger. But is there anything that you guys do in your in your day to day businesses, usual activities, uh, just to help promote craft beer and to get people to to try it for the first time? Yes. Well, day to day, I do. When I'm in a brewery, I'm always going to talk to somebody about beer. Um, be be it the brewer or someone that I don't know. What are you drinking tonight? That's always just a gateway. I mean, it's just a it's just a way to ask someone, what are you drinking? What's your level? You know, sometimes when you get to talking to people, you know, you might be like, oh, you must be a home brewer or, you know, you're just an enthusiast or you just came on the scene. Um, that's where we want to uh, be able to educate people and talk to people. Um, and we kind of like feel those people out and just when you walk into a brewery and you're like, they're looking at the menu and they just don't know what to order. And you might be able to suggest something like, what do you normally drink? You know, and if they're uh, wine drinkers, you push them somewhere, you know, towards the seltzer or something, but you can (laughs) always, well, but I mean, there's always something for someone. um, And it just depends on if that person is open to trying a lot of different beers, because all it does is it just, you just need that taste. So I'm always, I'm always pushing like, get a flight, get, get four or five different little beers and check them all out and see what you actually like. Because you, you never know. You could be a stout fan. You just didn't know it. Stouts and lagers. I'm a lager lover. I'll say it forever. Give me all the lagers. But 
as I have um, gone on this journey um, with craft beer, my palate has changed and I've been open to different things. And now I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I like this versus this. So I think that's just like uh, everybody's personal walk with craft beer. <clears throat> How are you going to take your journey if you want to? Do so y'all remember what you're like that? Oh, go ahead, Stacia. Oh, Absolutely. I was going to say, that's why I love to do our, if you're not following us on Instagram or our Facebook page, I like to do a Women in Beer Wednesday hashtag. Mm-hmm. And it just walks us through uh, a few Oklahoma's amazing women and their beer journey. What got them started in the craft beer world, what they love about it, what they love and what they would love to see as far as females in the beer industry. And so we've had um, quite a few so far. Um, There's a lot of weeks in a year. So I'm trying to cut it back to (laughs) every couple weeks, but it's just go to our site, read each women's reviews, beer journeys. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, and just to remind everybody, you can find them at Facebook and on Instagram at OKWCBS. So it's Oklahoma Women's Craft Beer Society. So OKWCBS. It's actually a lot easier to say than I thought it would be. So Yeah, not hard at all. Yeah, OKWCBS. It's like that, I don't know if uh, WKRP is. It kind of rolls off the tongue really well. Yes, and it was kind of hard to pick out. I, I... So picking the name, it was like crap your group, squad, tribe, but just society is just kind of elegant. And then sure. I like squad as, as yeah. women should be. Oh, I know. And then uh, I just picked Oklahoma because we are fast and growing. Sure. I didn't want it to be just OKC or just Tulsa. I feel like if it's Oklahoma, then there's room for potential. Sure. As no, as the Oklahoma beer scene grows in Durant, Enid, Duncan, Ponca City, you got You got to say it like Durant. Durant. That's exactly right. It's Durant. Like Durant. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They'll know you're so not from the, there if you say it wrong. Like Miami. Exactly. Miami, Miami. Right. Yeah. For those of you not from Oklahoma, <laughs> like if you read the word, it says Miami. But when you come here, you best say my am a, my am a. That's correct. And like, it's like why, and I shouldn't make an a uh sound, but it does. Yes. Yeah. So just just know that when y'all come down here on the Will Rogers Turnpike coming through I forty four out of Missouri, or Missouri uh, for y'all you folks from the Show Me State, Missouri. Just know it's my am a, uh, not my am e. So correct. Throwing that out there. Did you so, know? Uh, anyway, Durant no, I, has a suburb. Go ahead. Oh, it does. Durant has a suburb. It's called Frogville. What? I'm not making, I'm not making it up. That's yeah, interesting. No I joke. like that. Well, you know, Mike, you're over there in uh, the area of Hogscald, Arkansas. I'm new here, so I have no idea. You should check that out. <laughs> Hogscald. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. also to- Toad Suck. Toad Suck. That's correct. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have you all been to Fat Toad Brewing? Yeah. Speaking of toads. <laughs> been yep uh i've been there twice ray's parents at one point had a food truck that went there quite a bit oh nice 
Yep. So. so they parked their food truck outside that little brewery in Pryor, Oklahoma. Pryor. And, uh, yep. And, uh, yeah. That's right. So I've been to the brewery a few times. I really remember I enjoyed their brown ale. So <clears throat> free plug, free shout out to uh, Fat Toba. I really did enjoy uh, the brown ale. And uh, some of my parents, they, they, they don't have the food truck anymore. Um, but they were working on a collaboration to have like a beer macaroni and cheese. Oh. And I was excited when they picked uh, the brown ale with that. And I'm like, Dad, this could be so incredible um, if he makes it right. And uh, my parents, God love them, weren't beer drinkers. They, they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Um, before they they sold out of the food truck business, uh, but anyway, it was a good run, yeah. and uh, we got a free, uh, we got a couple of uh, crowlers out of it. So nice. I was not complaining. So now is this yeah, where I... the Rocklahoma is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yep. Never been. Fun fact: uh, I graduated from Prior High School, and Ray graduated mm-hmm. ten minutes up the road from there in Ader High School. Yep. Yeah. But you never need A D A I R. Yeah, A D A R. A D A R. Yep. A D A R. But you didn't know each other though. We met when we were at seventeen. What? Yeah, I think we were <clears throat> juniors or seniors in high school. Nice. So there's I like nothing the to do in either. Friendships. So. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, we've been besties for God over twenty years <laughs> really? now. Love like, it. No joke. Love no it. exaggeration. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why the podcast goes so well. We got a lot of tr- trash we can talk to each other. Yes, yeah, yes. Lot, lots of stories, um, many uh, podcasts appropriate, and a handful that aren't. So yeah. you know, I'm sure. But, uh, so let's let's it get is back what to it the is. beer. We got we have okay. a ton but of back stories. to the beer. <laughs> so one thing that we got to talk about before we rate is the can art. So uh, we we like to talk about the can art, and it's part of the process. Um, so you know. I know this can art, the can actually underwent a recent renovation. So it's not completely different, but it did go under a renovation. And I think we all got the newer, newer can. We so, do. It has the new branding. Yeah. It's got the new branding. It's, it's got a little bit of different color scheme to it. So what, what do you think about the, the, the skull, the headphones, the fire? What's, you know, what, how do we feel about this? I kind of like it actually. It, it's a, it's an attention grabber. You're like, mm-hmm. what's in that can? But I do, I do yeah. like it, and I like the fact that he's got some headphones on too, because it just tells me he's really cool. He's a skull. He's a sugar skull. Yeah, yeah, he is a sugar. It is skull. a sugar skull. Yeah, day the dead sugar yeah. skull. Yeah, day de los muertos. And uh, yeah, man. So I'm with you with the headphones and the flames on his forehead yeah. and the flame coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I mean, he really is a red ombre, and it kind of like has an '80s vibe to it. Not just it you know, day the dead, but '80s. And it's like, dude, you know, now that I'm in my 40s, it's like totally relatable 80s baby here. <laughs> and uh, it's like, you know, I kind of connect to this dude on an emotional level. It's like, uh, this, is a, this is an ombre I could throw back some cervezas with. And I'm a, I listen to a lot of heavy metal and something. And this dude, we can like rock out, you know, maybe get a mosh pit going in the back of the brewery. Oh, uh, I can see that happening. Hell yeah. yeah. I know I'm the I'm the wild child here, but well, it has come to the time of the podcast where we have to rate this beer. Yeah, so let's do that. The, the general rating is on a one to ten scale. <clears throat> okay, anything that scores uh, like six and above goes on the craft beer bucket list, right? So six uh, and seven is kind of like it's all right. Eight and nine is it's really good to great, and ten is just exemplary. Um, yeah, we've had one ten. Yeah, what was our 110 on the podcast so far? I gave it a 10. 
It was a, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the name of the brewery. It was out of Illinois, um, but it was a French toast imperial stout. Oh. That was just killer. That wasn't from Hop, Man, I wish Hop I could remember Busher, was it? No, no, no. Okay. I would remember that. It wasn't it. Golly, I'd have to go back at our spreadsheet and look, honestly. But man, I will never forget. I will forever lament that beer and just how wonderful yeah. it was. Yeah. So in general, what we do is we, we rate it. Yeah. It's, uh you know. Uh, and then after that, we'll come back and do our song pairings. You got to pair it with a song. Uh, it's part of the deal. So I, th- I think, uh, Stacia, you won the, the random pick a number for this one. So I think you go first again here. With your Again, 7.5. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to write these down as we're going. Uh, 7.5. Uh, Andrea? I'm going to say 7.385. That's my number. You like it? That's a very specific <laughs> number. Look, I even, I even decided that I was going to do that. There it is. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. I was like, where, is, where does this rate? So you have to really knock my socks off to get a nine or a ten, and uh, right. Gotta make my. But you know it, this one, like I said, this one is crushable. Um, I would buy it in a six pack. I would make sure it's super cold. You know that's. Um, but it's it. It is. It's a solid seven point three eight five. If it was an Olympic thing, this would be it. <laughs> Ray, what about uh, you? What about there? you, Mike? I want Ray, oh, I want Ray first. Bro, I'll go. So like. I'm going to shoot a little higher. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly going to give it a solid eight. Um, I really enjoy this beer. Um, any, everybody knows I'm an IPA guy. That's like my jam. I want super hoppy, just super punch in the tongue. Um, but this, you, know, you dial it back a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you know, just that super smooth feeling you get up front, that subtle hint of lime, the carbonation. It's just like, yeah, man. And I really want some. I know we're not pairing with food this season, but this really makes me want some street tacos with the fresh lime on it and the cilantro and just the stuff. And uh, if a food or if a beer makes me want to go buy food right now, <laughs> I have to give it at least an eight. And for me, this is one of those beers and it goes on my craft beer bucket list. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Um, I kind of agree a little bit more with Stacia along these lines. Uh, and Andrea, I don't think it quite reaches an eight personally. Um but I think you know all the things we've said about it. I think it's a, I think it's a solid addition to our craft beer bucket list. And now it's time for Stacia to reveal the song she has chosen <clears throat> to pair with Rad Ombre. I was thinking Santana. I don't know why. I think it was the Mexican Sugar Skull. I don't know what? his song. He's got a lot of songs. I was like that one song, you know. His ultimate song. Hold on. Where he is it? Uh, not evil ways. Oh, Black magic woman. Black magic woman. There you That's go. It. Great song. That's it. Yeah. Because you can see him with the headphones on, rocking out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrea, how about you? I am gonna go with um, "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf. Born oh, to be wild. Yes, I think that would be like. I mean, this guy's like ready to go. He's got like flame shooting out his head. 
He's got his headphones on. He's like ready to go. Get your motor running. Ray, you want me to go or you to go? Uh, why don't you go, Mike? I'll, I'll finish it out. Um, for this beer, I'm going to pair it with a George Strait song, The Seashores of Old Mexico. Nice. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the best song. <clears throat> what about you, sir? What- so uh, this is kind of short story to go with it. But if you, if you guys have ever seen the movie um, Book of Life, uh, it's kind of it's like a cartoon animated movie. My, I have a seven year old daughter; she loves it. I've seen it with her a hundred times. But in this song, um, they have a very you know uh, Spanishy, awesome cover of the song "Creep" by Radiohead. Oh, and yes. yeah, so I mean, of course, the original song is fantastic, but the cover they did in this movie. And the whole storyline's about the Day of the Dead. I just look at this can. That's I think awesome. of that movie. I'm immediately taken to that song. And uh, yeah, this beer totally rocks that, man. All right. So I've got uh, Santana, Black Magic Woman. I've got Steppenwolf, Born to be Wild. I've got the cover from the Book of Life of Radiohead's song Creep. Is that right? That is correct. And then uh, George Strait, Seashores of Old Mexico. Yeah. So overall, uh, good solid scores. We have seven and a half, seven and a half, seven point three eight five, and an eight. Um, and an eight. Yeah. So, it's gonna be an awesome average. Yeah. At the end of the podcast, we're just, like a seven point six six. Exactly. Peter Bar. Hey, I have to throw. I have to throw that factor in there. Yeah. That's just how I am. Oh man. So I think it's a good. It's a good beer. It is. It is. It a, is a good beer. It's a keeper. Refreshing. It really is. Yes. That's right. Anthem so, Keep Brewing the... Rad Ombre. Yes. Now keep these coming. But we're at the point of the podcast. We have to take a quick sponsor break. When we come back, we're going to be reviewing the Cherokee Sunrise from the Canadian River Brewing Company at a Chickasha, Oklahoma. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our season three sponsors, Dronicle LLC based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mike with Craft Beer Bucket List. I've got Ray over there. I've got Stacia over there. I've got Andrea over there. We're going to have another beer. Uh, The next beer that we have in front of us is by Canadian River Brewing out of Chickasha, Oklahoma. And it's called the Cherokee Sunrise. It's a double dry hopped blonde ale. And, and because she lost the first time, we're going to let her go first the second time. <laughs> Andrea, you get, you get the first dibs on cracking your hey, beer. Here we go. <clears throat> here it goes. What Maybe you- we should Pretty give solid. a rating to how, how well those sound like we do the, the other stuff. So. Here, let's see after I pour it. can't hear that i can we can't hear the pour though oh, those never come beautiful through oh it's beautiful 
All right, Stacia, you're up. Oh, gosh, again. Ray's on deck. I'm on deck. Just try not to break a nail. Just saying. You got to make sacrifices. Ah, again. I think I think you're sounding pretty good. Okay, Ray. Uh, you know. Wow, the silence after that is deafening. <laughs> oh my god, Ray. Uh-huh. Um, all right. <laughs> All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. Now, Every time. Yeah. That sound okay? I couldn't. Yeah. From I've got headphones on. You know, it's uh, the acoustic. I think you had better better acoustics the first time. That first one was better. I think. I, I think this next time, if we do a podcast again, I'm going to go sit in the uh, shower. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Honestly, that's probably the best cracked beer ever. Shower beers are the bomb. I love the shower beers. Shower beers are all. I'm all about shower beers. I even have a little shower beer holder in my shower. Yeah. Oh, same. Hell yeah. One of those. I mean, honestly, I think every enthusiast (laughs) should have a holder in their shower. And if you move, you take that holder with you. Yes. Life changing. (laughs) It is. Ray, Ray did a shower beer photo uh, that he posted on our uh, social media. And I, I'm not even lying. I think it has the most likes of any post we've ever done. <laughs> I would have to go back and look at it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I was like, Ray, I think we're onto something here. We're going to, we're going to do some photo sessions with you. Some shower beer selfies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause why not? You really? Know, try to try to get some of that chest hair in there and you know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I took one. You know, with my hair, when my hair was real short. I threw it up like a little mohawk. I did, oh, yeah. yeah. Man, and is that posted on your social media? I think so. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to do some investigations. So I, I don't think I have any risque or slightly risque photos yet. So, oh, yeah. there you go. It's not it risque be, at all. It will be Stacia. With it was that like my monster, my it monster is. dome with like a, you know, with the beer can. With the, you can obviously the water was running back there. I'm just like, eh, <laughs> really, and honestly, I, I mean, people loved it. Showers are so refreshing, and that beer that you just wanted so badly all day long, and you have the two things that just come together. It's like just yes. good, good things happen with yep. shower beer. Yes, yes. That ice cold beer, and I, I don't know that I would take a stout in the shower with no, me. I have no, I have a picture like, of me and Elk Valley's coffee stout. Oh geez, it, it showed up go. on my like reminder timeline. And I was like, oh my god! It was after working, I think, three twelve-hour shifts. I work night shifts, so I get off in the morning, come home, shower, and beer, and then I go to bed. There you go. It's fantastic. Feels so good. Yeah, I think I really like the lighter beers for shower beers. Hmm. My pilsners. I drink oh. whatever. <clears throat> Honestly, <laughs> that's cast the line. That's that is a great beer. As a matter of fact, okay, I bought a four is, pack tonight. This is Andrea's four pack. <laughs> oh, look at that. So that's fantastic. And so great minds think alike. Well, what I bought her a present too. 
Wait. All right. So for those, uh, so for those listening on the podcast, we have video going. We can see each other right now, but you guys just get to hear us. Yes, and, uh, I have I, some, I, I show, some yeah. lovely Cole style L's ready for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Fantastic. I'm, I'm excited. And I can't. Speaking so, of can art, they're killing it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Canadian. Oh. Yes, I know Lisa. we are reviewing Canadian River yeah, so, Brewing. Yes, that's Lisa, great. Let's move back we, to that. Yeah, so we got to segue back. Oh, into yeah. the with yes, in front of yeah. us we have Canadian River Brewing's Cherokee Sunrise. It's a double dry hop blonde um, from Canadian River Brewing out of Chickasha, Oklahoma. And you know, if if, if the regular Joe or uh, Jane or whatever uh, picked this up, it is Chickasha, not Chickasha. Uh, so it's Chickasha, Oklahoma. Chickasha. Chickasha, Oklahoma, you, which is yes. what an hour from Oklahoma City. It's about forty-five minutes. Yeah, forty-five, 45 down the turnpike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, down the turn so pike. this this beer is brewed with El Dorado, Citra, and Mosaic hops uh, to create a fine aromatic bouquet and a big juicy flavor. Usually reserved for a hazy IPA, but we're gonna have it with a blonde ale. So honestly, cheers. it is pretty juicy. I like it. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, so I like this. Uh, you know, it's a six percent ABV, uh, rings in at twenty six point seven IBUs. So it's really not, considering the hops they used, the bitters are really kind of uh, low. So in true. My opinion. So true. I mean, we, with the El Dorado, you know, Mike mentioned this, the Citra, but Mosaic is usually a big baseball bat to the tongue of bitterness. Absolutely. But man, this—I I don't know how or when you know they they put it in. Uh, in, in the brewing process, but it's dialed down so much. But I'm with you. You get that juiciness, right? You get some of that that that's those citrusy notes that you expect from what was used in an IPA here. And I'm really surprised that they're working so well with a blonde ale. Um, so I I, I kind of went in with low expectations. Honestly, I didn't want to be disappointed, but it's like, damn it, man, this is a winner. This is a winner, and honestly, this is a full. I get a full mouthfeel out of this. I mean, I can like all the parts of my tongue are going. Oh yeah. What, what, what hops are going on here? And then when you actually, like you said, dial it in, this is a solid, this is full of flavor. Like you said, it's like, you know, right in the, right up front. The IBUs are still, you know, fairly minimum on it. 6%. This is a solid. I really enjoy this. And it says that it's a little bit of on the tart side or the their non-tart version. I get you. Yeah, so they have they have so another. So are there two versions of this? Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. <clears throat> this this one may be the first one that was canned. Oh, so, I'm wondering which one was yeah. first. Because doing it with a Blondale, you wouldn't want to do it with anything heavier because you're adding so many hops on the backside. Yeah. I so I, I to get stickers. I reached out to these folks and super. So here's the other part about this: not only is the beer good, but the people that run the place, the the owners, incredibly nice. Uh, last name uh, Dunham, uh, Nigel, and I forget the, the lady's name. And I feel bad now, but we're live or we're recording, and I can't re-record, dub over it or anything like that. But super, super nice. Um, answered all my questions, uh, was happy to help out and all that. So, um, I, I, I think, 
you know, to, you know, the, the, the next, uh, so beyond having a great beer, good people. And I, and that just makes my heart swell. So you got like, to go see them and visit the brewery? No, no? Uh, this is, yeah, this is pandemic times, right? Yes. Um, um, talked to them, uh, said, Hey, we'd like to include your beer on a podcast. Um, they said, awesome. You know, we'd thank you. Thank you. And you know, all the right things. Awesome. Um, and then, uh, she was like, Hey, uh, how about I send you some stickers and, uh, you know, a koozie and whatnot. Uh, you can give them out. I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, so, you know, they've just super supportive. And, and when we talked on the, on the phone, um, you know, just talked about like the love of the, the local area, um, the love of like, you know, connecting with the Oklahoma roots and all that kind of stuff. Like, again, you know, speaking my language and talking about, you know, keeping it local, connecting to the local culture, the history and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and, you know, and not that other people don't do that, but you know, they, they make sure that they, uh, you know, circle back around to that and make sure it's a part of who they are and just super cool. And again, super nice people. Um, we're very, um, just, just very open and uh, candid and genuine. all that kind of stuff. So genuine, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you, genuine. It's real yeah. and genuine. Yes, yeah. I actually have family from that part of the state, and uh, it is very genuine. And going back to talking about names of cities in Oklahoma, um, there's one down there called Alex, and it's really called Elick. Oh, oh really? so A L E X is Elick. But that's um, just it just reminds me of, you know, just that part of the state and being that it's from Chickasha, um, I don't know, it's it's close to my heart. It's a good well, one. So it's a solid beer. Yeah, I can say, uh, Ray, oh, yeah. <clears throat> what do you think about this beer? So, dude, I'm a huge fan. Um, like I said, I went with low expectations. You just got didn't know. Now, this is actually the first time I've had a beer from this brewery. And sometimes you just don't know what you're getting into. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Just kind of, but dude, blown away. Again, especially given what it says it is on the can. Double dry hopped Blondale. Um, I, I, I didn't really know what to expect from that. But dude, really, the, the blend of the hops here. And uh, I'm just reading just a little bit about this. We know it's got a Belgian blonde base. And again, it's double dry hopped with the West Coast, West Coast hops. And they went heavy on the mosaic. Um, and again, I'm really just like blown away at how easy this is to drink, given they went heavy on the mosaic yeah. hops. I got to say that again. Mosaic but gets dude, most this is people. So mm -hmm. Right. I mean, this is incredibly crushable. Um, I like the mouthfeel. Uh, it's, you know, again, we got to touch on carbonation. It's super light, right? Uh, for what I'm not saying, it's not over carbonated. It's not super light, but it's just right where it needs to be for the style here, for what they've got in it. Um, you know, sometimes you take in a beer and, and you just get like these ridiculous burps immediately because of the carbonation in it. And this is not at all like that. No. So big points on everything for all of that for me. It's like, wow. And for those of you who don't know, Chickasha is not a big city. Um, it's, it's a little, like they said, it's a little bit of a hike outside of OKC. And there's really not anything you go south of there and say so you get to middle of nowhere i think that the highway goes into like midland texas or something it goes through Lawton. you know like you get wichita falls yeah it goes straight Lawton. down to Lawton. Mm -hmm. and in Lawton's not a big town either if it wasn't for the army base Lawton wouldn't be much on the map <laughs> you get into wichita falls texas without the air force base it's the same story yeah um 
so, but still for a small town to deliver flavors like this, dude, rock on y'all. Yes. That's badass on keep, many levels. Keep doing what you're doing, and, uh, Canadian River Brewing. Yeah, man. So I'm excited to try more beers from these folks. So, and no, this isn't a paid sponsorship. No, we don't get paid to review these beers. We, re- we, we review stuff. And so this is my real opinion. Uh, I'm digging, I'm digging this beer like a lot. I am too. And I, I, it's just full of flavor. It just has so much going for it. It is. And uh, I love it. And for as heavy as it is on, on the hops, again, not bitter, no bitters, but it's hop heavy. But man, summertime beer. Yeah. We're sitting Super at summertime beer. 26.7 on the IBUs. Right, right. Which I like okay. the so 0. 0.7 part of that. <laughs> of oh, course yeah. you do. You got to get those, got to get those fractions. Absolutely. So Mike, really, wow. how, how are you feeling about this, man? You've been, you've been kind of the quiet one here. I really want to know how you feel about it. Cause you're not the, what? the pale L guy. Tell us. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think it's pretty good. This is not a style I typically gravitate to by any means. Um, so, but I, I like what, you know, I like what y'all are talking about, you know, like uh, where it sits with the flavors, uh, how the hops kind of, uh, you know, uh, come at different times throughout the drink. Um, you know, kind of the, you know, like you said, it, it drinks well, the body is good. Uh, the flavors are good from front to back, you know, all, all the right things. Um, you know, I, I think it's a solid beer. I think it's a solid, uh, you know, part of their lineup and I think they'll do really well with it. Um, is it something I'd go back to uh, maybe once every once, every once in a while, but it's not something that, you know, uh, just cause I'm not, uh, you know, it's not my gravity. Like I said, I don't gravitate toward that style traditionally. So it'd be harder for me to, to pick it up and be like, yeah, I'm going to grab a, a four or a six pack of this. Um, when I typically I just go in a different direction, but I, I, I you know, I think it tastes fine. I think it tastes really good. Um, you know, you know, with that, I mean, I'll go ahead and go out and say, I, I'm going to give this a 7.5. Um, and I, cause in, in essence, based on, I think it's really good. It's, it doesn't strike me as anything that's, um, you know, monumentally excellent for the beer style, but I think it's, for me, it's a good representation of what it's supposed to be. Is that enough for you, Ray? That is no, that's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what about, what about you ladies? What, what kind of rating would you give this beer? I'm going to, I'm going to throw like probably an eight on this one. This is solid. It's got a lot of flavor going with it. Um, and being that it is a blonde ale, I like that kind of used a, uh, you know, a good mild base with it and then threw all those hops in there. I just love it. And I love the color of it. It's beautiful. And it really kind of is reminiscent of an Oklahoma sunrise. Yeah, I thought I read somewhere that it was supposed to be like a sunrise on Grand Lake. It is. It is. And I do love lake sunrises and beach sunrises. But I'll take a lake in Oklahoma. What are you you feeling on the rating? Hey, honestly, kind of not my style. But flavorful, full-bodied, um, just so much going on. I honestly went to Untapped and kind of read some reviews before I had it, and was kind of like kind of nervous about trying it, but it didn't disappoint. It's it's really good, really. I'm I'm surprised. 
So what rating would you give it out of 10? Uh, probably be an eight. Okay. Sir Ray. I, I, I would really okay. love to try that on draft. No, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andrea, did you have something to add? No, not really. Just hit the wrong button. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, so on on the platform we record with, you have the option to hit a little hand, and it says, "Hey, I have something to say." It comes up on the screen for the rest of us. And so, like Andrew, what you got for us? Uh, <laughs> good time. I was just trying time. to mute, mute so, myself. So, yeah, one of those. Oh, you're fine. It happens. Um, so, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna be the one to give it a highest rating. I'm gonna give this one an eight point five. Um, it really spoke to my taste, bros. Like I really enjoy, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this considering the blending of styles we have here, but just immediately, I, this is one I wish I could smell this beer. Um, I wish I could smell it. And, uh, y'all know I had COVID back in December and months and months later, I still have no sense of smell. Very disappointed by that. Um, but I wish I could smell this. Um, but I can't, I, I get the, I get the taste. Um, but I, yeah, my, my sense of taste is back 100%, which is weird because you'd think you wouldn't have that without the ability to smell. Um, but I, it's, uh, yeah, is what it is. We've talked about it on the on the podcast in season three. Well, I'll uh, go ahead and describe man, this that. This really spoke to me. <clears throat> yeah, please tell us about the aromatic. It's here. really mild. Um, you would think that you would get like a little, like a really good nose of hops with this. Just because it's, you know, has three different hops in it. But the, the nose on it is really mild. And it almost oh right on, you know, with the nose combined with the the mouthfeel and then the, just the aftertaste, it kind of gives off a honey feel. It does. Oh, do you get that sweetness? On the that head. It, yes, it does. It really pulls out the honey taste in that, and I like that. Um, and wow, I think that's okay. really kind of is what's speaking to me about this beer is is the more I drink it, the the sweeter it gets. Yes, I definitely did notice that. That makes sense when you said honey, and because uh, of course I can't smell that, but there's a subtle sweetness about it. When you said honey, it's like boom, nail on the head. Yes, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's what, what I'm getting, getting out of this for sure. Yeah, so now I like it even more. Um, so I'm going to keep it at an eight point five. You now I, I like the can art. I like the simplicity of the can art. Even the the font type that they used somehow to me speaks Oklahoma. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm I live here. Uh, but it just looks like something I'd expect to see here, um, which is surprising because not a lot of, you know, quote unquote, cool stuff comes from our state. Um, but this, the simplicity here, just, it looks kind of cool, you know, and, uh, you know, Mike and I have talked a lot about this. Sometimes can art is too much. There's too many words on there. It's too busy. The simplicity here and even the color palette, which is kind of two-tone brown, which you wouldn't expect to be awesome, but it kind of draws you to the front of the can. It does. You know, so, and I like the wheat. I like the three stems of wheat up at the top. Yes. I like that as well. It's just very classic, very simple, very Oklahoma. And uh, I think they knocked it out of the park Absolutely. with given no more pizzazz, if you will, that's on the can. So solid 8.5 uh, out of 10 for me. Uh, so we, we got to move into song pairings now. Oh, uh, hold on a minute. Pick that off. Hold on a minute. Holly. Oh, oh, Mike. Holly Dunham. Holly Dunham. Yeah, I remember. I can remember her name. I felt. Really oh, bad. The, the, yes. Yeah, Holly Dunham was perfect. Talked to yeah. Su- super, super okay. nice. Yeah. Sorry. Awesome sauce. Yeah. 
Yeah. So song pairings, uh, you know, I think Ray should go first. I will go first. So this, this is a, a beer I want to have at those summer music festivals, right? And so I'm thinking the song Hero by the Foo Fighters for oh. this beer. That's, uh, that's where I'm going with this because it's one of those summer jams. It's not really a summer jam, but it's a beer I could just be outside with. Music Fest will be like, woo, I'm in my 40s. I'm going back to music from the 90s. And uh, that's <laughs> one of the, my, my favorite hits from that era. Oh, somebody's what playing some music. I'm sorry there. about that. So sorry. Uh, Station, you're up next. I was song about to bring, I say, bring it on. <laughs> Stacia, what song would you pair with the with the uh, Cherokee Sunrise? She's she's asking for a moment. I think she's looking up the name of the song. Yes, here. it's um. That one song, Cherokee people. Tim McGraw. Oh, that's a Tim McGraw song. <laughs> Indian Outlaw. Oh my gosh, Indian Outlaw. Yes. Indian Outlaw. Yeah, yes. that one. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, Ray. Cherokee Sunrise. Yeah. Cherokee Sunrise. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andrea. <laughs> okay, so that was me that was playing the music. And uh, yes, I'm going to go with um, Long Hot Summer Day by the tu- Turnpike Troubadours. I'm going to kind of like keep it Oklahoma. And uh, there you go. I think that that's like, you know, this is a good beer to start out the day. If you're going to do a little uh, a beer morning, Cherokee Sunrise would be it. All right. So Long Hot yep. Summer Day mm-hmm. by the Turnpike Troubadours. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. All right. I'm going to pick uh, a song that was written by Pete Seeger, but then it was covered by Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Mm. It's called My Oklahoma Home. Oh, I like that. Yes. I wish you could deep thought into that, Mike. Yeah. I wish you had some snippets you could play. Ray may be able, I don't know what the legality of that is. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe once we are done here, we can. Okay. uh, share share some tunes but no like i i heard this song i don't know why where i heard it by chance and i just fell in love with it uh, a long time ago and uh so i found i heard the bruce springsteen version because i love the boss um and later i found out that it was written and originally sung by uh, pete seeger the folk artist from back in the day so all right so to recap a little bit we've got an eight five uh from ray a seven five for me and the ladies both scored it an eight. Mm-hmm. We have uh, song pairings at the Foo Fighters, Hero, Tim McGraw, Indian Outlaw, Turnpike Troubadours, Long Hot <laughs> Summer Day, and The Boss by Oklahoma Home. That's a, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll also add that this would be probably a really good food pairing, and I would put mm-hmm. it with like a really nice steak and baked potato. This is something that you're just going to add a little bit more flavor to. So add a food pairing with this one, especially. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Our first two seasons, we did food pairings and we just uh, got to the point where we are redoing food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Plus everything went with Buffalo wings. Yeah. (laughs) Buffalo wings and street tacos came up a lot. I am not a Buffalo wings fan, but street tacos all day long. How do we kick somebody out, Ray? Can we (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get on that right now. Bye, Andrea. They're so messy. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's all good. It's a food group. It's all good. It is. It's one of our food groups. Oh, gotcha. Buffalo so wings. hot wings, street tacos, and nachos make our food pyramid. I, I'm down with some nachos. Yeah. My goodness. So, uh, so the next the next segment we have as we finish our beers here is kind of a Q and A. Uh, I'm interested to know um, how you know the, the Oklahoma Women's Craft Beer Society got started. Uh, you know whose brainchild it was. Um, how how each of you met was it before this or during this or whatnot so uh you know how, how did all this get how this cool idea get started oh my gosh so i think two years ago i was researching uh women's groups so pink boots came up but you have to be in the industry i'm a nurse i'm busy i was working two jobs I didn't have time and I put it off on the back burner. So I'm a travel nurse. So I would go out of state, come back. And then one day, I mean, you know, I've met some pretty fantastic women at breweries and we got to talking and bonding and my fiance does not drink. So I'm a cracker drinker since I was 20 years old. I just love talking beer. So I just was thinking one day, man, I just want somebody to talk to. So I went on, I don't know if you guys follow Oklahoma Craft Beer Club on Facebook. But I went on there and said, hey, hey, all you ladies, are you interested or would you be interested in being in a, a club, group, whatever? Just women meeting in a brewery once a month and talk about beer. And the response I got was phenomenal. And so I picked out a couple of women, Andrea being one, uh, Lindsay Wheat, which she was always volunteering all the time, and then uh, Kelsey from Angry Scotsman, and then one of our friends who's just having a rough time right now. I picked her out, and they just show nothing but support. So I said, okay, let's do it. And I said, we're going to do it. And then Kelsey offered up Angry Scotsman. And we had our first meeting there. 50 plus women that all love beer. That's awesome. It was amazing. It was great. It really was. It was amazing. Fantastic. My voice was shaking and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to have fun. And But here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and it's been a roller coaster ride ever since. Yes. Um, honestly, we are growing leaps and bounds um, each week. Um, wonderful things are happening for us. We've got uh, a lot of uh, other breweries wanting to collaborate with us and uh, do things that are geared towards women. And we appreciate that. And we want that. And that gonna, that brings in a whole um, another set of people into your breweries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just elevating that voice, you know, uh, doing whatever you can to help with that. that well, empowering, that. empowering women to be able to go into a brewery and feel comfortable about what they're going to order and if they even want to talk about beer. So that's something that, um, you know, women were the first brewers. We, we should, um, we should be the ones that are talking about it. 
So, and that's, that's one thing that um, anybody with the OKWCBS will do is, is that we're going to approach you and we're going to tell you about a meeting and we're going to tell you that you are absolutely included. Please come and see us. Come hang out. Welcome. Yes. Let's talk beer. Love that. And that's at OKWCBS on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Thank what does you. somebody have to do to, to join? Is it as simple as reaching out on social media? Like, Hey, uh, I want to be a part of this. What, what does it take? Just come to one of our meetings. Yes, there's you no can membership come. fee. All is, is there a welcome. secret handshake? No, no but we're going to create one. Awesome. <laughs> you might have to do a chug to get in. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. We'll have to we'll yes. do the whole. Uh, we'll top have to work on that. High five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. No, but you know, we, we're, we're all about women and we want to educate women and we want you to um, be able to even take that back to your home and say, hey, um, let's buy this beer instead of this beer and let's expand our horizons um, with the Oklahoma craft beer scene and let's let's actually support our local breweries and actually buy from them. And yes. if you buy inside the tap rooms, that's even better. We love that. Yes, absolutely. So that's another thing with the breweries sponsoring us and hosting us is that the women that come feel comfortable in that brewery, you know? Yeah. So our, our focus is female inclusion and cultural diversity, just other women of color feeling comfortable to come into a craft brewery. No, you know, it's, itself. you know, and that's, that's part of why I love the craft beer community because, you know, it, it is very inclusive, you know, um, you know, and, and no, no industry is perfect. I don't, I don't want to paint that picture, but after being a part of several different industries throughout my life and careers and whatnot is, you know, it, it's a, it's a pretty welcoming place, you know, in general and, um, as professionals, as, you know, their clients or patrons, all that kind of stuff. And just like all these breweries are reaching out and trying to connect and elevate your group. Uh, that says a lot to me too. You know, that's the, you know, that's them saying, we know this is important. Uh, let's do it. Whatever needs to be done. Yes. And we but, see but, nothing but support. Yes. But, and we are so very thankful for all of the support that we are receiving um, throughout our whole state. I mean, we are literally hearing from all sides of the state and wanting to do something with us and um, it, at least get a meeting there at one of the breweries so that it'll bring the local local ladies into the breweries. So okay. those local ladies will take that home to their guys and um, maybe you'll have some families in there. That's kind of like where we're going with that too. The, the most important question I think I have is, do you have cool titles? <laughs> not yet not yet we're working on that <laughs> head conquistador oh, no keeper of the beer should we be the sister wives of the craft beer <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll see where that goes we will see where that goes and honestly like i wow. said uh, we have just truly exploded over the last six months um in support and um just not only with the breweries, but with the local um, ladies and even guys. There's a lot of guys that are involved. 
that want to be that that are supporting us. Supporters. They yeah. they know how how important it really is to our local craft beer scene. Do, Ray and I get counted as supporters at this point, right? You are supporters and oh, yeah, the, yes. Are we? We'll have to go to uh, the loyalty. We'll have to get some like uh, little tears going. Brownie points. <laughs> Yay! I like brownie beer. Points. Brownie points. I, I, I beer points. I, mean, I just like brownies too. I don't mind saying that. Yeah. But brownie points are cool too. I like brownies and ice cream together, but not separate. Yes. Yeah. You know, one thing I've, I've got to say here. And, <laughs> Sorry, off track. So, I, no, you're fine. Just circling back. Um, I, I maybe this is just me. I don't want to say selfish, uh, but it may come across that way. But I, I enjoy seeing more women getting involved in the craft beer community. And if for no other reason, the more people you have involved in something, the more flavors you're going to get. I like flavors. So if we bring in this whole other set of creative minds Absolutely. and people with unique palates, well, that's just more awesome flavors I get, right? So that's why I say maybe I'm selfish in that, but dude, let's bring in more folks, y'all. Let's love it. I love it. Because that's creativity. I'm a, My creativity is limited to me. But the more people we get in, that's going to expand. We're going to get more flavor profiles. Absolutely, we're we going are. to get more stuff, and it's going to encourage even more people to come in, right? Because there's always that thing: if they can do it, uh, I can do that too, and that's going to encourage other people to branch out and try new things. And then I get even more flavors. <laughs> and while I get more flavors, that's teaching people not to be judgmental assholes. It's teaching people to to, to step off your high horse. And there's a lot of big positives that come with big as Ray Ray getting more flavors. There you go. And and I'm, it's more important to me that we're inclusive, that we don't discriminate, that we don't judge. That's the big thing here. But I get more flavors when people step up and do the right thing. Absolutely. So, wordy um, that's- <laughs> yes. That's right. I said it. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's just me being real. So, but no, I like it. And I love to encourage this sort of thing. I really do. Uh, so kudos to you guys for stepping out in out of your comfort zone and just doing this random thing, because that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of guts to do that to put yourself out there. So many kudos. Thank you. I appreciate Thank all you. for doing that. And anything that I can do um, with the craft beer bucket list platform or my other unrelated Yay. platforms, I want to do that. So we appreciate um, all of I, it. I think it's awesome what y'all are doing, and and I hope you guys get many many women involved. Yes. Because uh, the more folks we get in, I th- it w- flavors or otherwise, I think it's fantastic. And I love brewery. I feel very safe and comfortable taking my wife and my little daughter to a brewery to hang out. My wife doesn't drink beer, but she supports the fact that I enjoy things. Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, But it's great that we can just make it a family event. And I think that's, you're right, a lot of ladies might be intimidated otherwise. Like, I've never been to this place. But yeah. when they come By and they themselves. see guys like me with their family, it's like, you know what? This is a safe space. It's I a can safe come space. Here. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. You want to be able to bring your family there. Um, yes. And that's, but at the same time, but you want to be able to know what to order and know what to do right. in a brewery. Yes. So that's important. But yes, absolutely. Bring your families to the breweries. Um, they want that. They have families themselves and they would like to have um, other families in there. And oh my gosh, you know, it, it, it's just a wonderful thing to see kids and families hanging out in breweries and doing what they're doing and um, having just good, good times. Just a good time. It's not wild. It's not crazy. No. It's just a place it's to go and just and enjoy it's, it's life. Relaxed. It's exactly. chill. 
And exactly. I love that. And I love that you guys are engaging folks that that might not just be willing to to try something new. And uh, just the more we do that, it's better for all of us. I, like, it is. At every socioeconomic level, it helps all of us. Oh, yeah. Well, you feel a part of a community. And when yes. you go into your local brewery or your neighborhood brewery and you see other families or see people that um, maybe live on your street or you know them from the store or whatever, that's inviting and that's comforting. And you want to be able to have that and be able to go enjoy a local brew and support your community. And that's that's how it should be. And I hope to see more of that in the future. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So I have a, the next question is for, for the ladies. Do you remember the first craft beer you had? <laughs> I do. I do too. So what, so, so hit us with it. I was encouraged to go to my gateway brewery Anthem before they were even legal to sell high point beer out of their tap room. And I went in there and, um, Again, I was that one person that had never been into a, craft, a tap room because we really didn't have them in Oklahoma City at that time. So I went in and um, I quickly made friends. They were very inviting. And I was able to try a lot of the low point offerings um, in two ounce pours because that's all you could get. And um, eventually I was there when they um, passed the law where you could get high point offerings in the tap room. And I was Shoulder, shoulder deep with about, oh, I'd say five to 800 other people because it took us probably an hour just to get to the tap. Wow. I can see that. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. So I went in there, had all of their low point offerings, and then I was able to get the high point offerings. So after that, I started with Arjuna, their Belgian wit. Anthem's Belgian wit was my gateway beer. And I, I truly loved it. Um, I drank so much of it that my nickname became Anjuna because my name's Andrea. So, um, <laughs> right. But you know, that was my gateway beer and my gateway brewery. And that's really what, um, caused me to be able to want to know more about it and to be able to talk about it. So yes, I remember mine. So it was Arjuna. <laughs> What about you, Stacia? Um, mine was back in the year 2000-ish. Maybe 2001. Phoenix, Arizona. Mm -hmm. New Belgium. Fat tire. <laughs> Jamaican oh, festival. Well, yeah, so, so before that even, I never drank through high school. I did not drink until I moved to Norman. I was... 19 years old and my ex-husband who was older than I would go to the liquor store and pick up beer not not from Oklahoma yeah. so my palate's always been like good beer I guess mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, but right. if I can name one beer that like just was like after that point changed my life it was New Belgium definitely yeah. Way back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right on. Yeah. Still, that's solid beer. Yeah. And so when we first got them to Oklahoma, I was like, I was freaking out. And then we had Tank 7. And then we had uh, Derillion Tremens. 
And then Coop had F5 and the DNR. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And then Okinawa opened up. And then I thought to myself, is this weird? I want to take a vacation to San Diego to see Green Flash Brewery. Is this weird? Does other other people like this or am I the only one? Oh, no. Not the only one. No, I take yeah. vacations. I, I take beer destination vacations. Yeah. If I go somewhere, I always know where I can get a good local brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can hit it up. Well, we've asked y'all a couple of questions. Uh, we'll let y'all turn the tables. If you have anything to ask us, we'll certainly oh, your entertain. Gateway beers. Yes. Ray. What were your gateway beers? Ray, 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 go. Ray was White Claw. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I am Captain White Claw. Captain White Claw. Yeah, no. Um, actually, I, I am not a fan of of, uh, of those type, type beers or drinks. Uh, just don't speak to my palate at all. I've tried a handful and it's just not for me. I have nothing bad to say about them. They're just not for me. Um, but my, my first real beer experience like that, and I have no idea the name of the brewery. It was from Germany. A coworker um, had told me, like, dude, stop drinking the, you know, the big name stuff. And uh, this is something I had when I was in the army. And uh, I can order a case of this stuff, go in half with me, and uh, we'll try this Hefeweizen. Mm. Um, Love and uh, I was mind blown by this. I'm like, I don't want any of this other stuff Man. again. That was, I remember I was 21. I was just old enough, you know, to drink it legally. I'm kind of jealous. And since then, that it just it turned me on to something new. And I'm like, I'm not going back outside of playing beer pong. Um, I have no use for, uh, you know, for those other beers. So I've been a craft beer guy uh, ever since. What year was that? Oh gosh, I was so twenty one. That would have been two thousand and two. Yeah, same with me. So almost, golly, nineteen years of of craft beer awesomeness. So, Mike, tell us about your first craft beer experience. What 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 got you started on on the craft beer? Well, I, I think I had several different what I would call the edge of craft beer beers. Um, you know, Guinness, that kind of stuff. But um, I think my you know so the real craft first craft beer i remember would be rogue dead guy uh had it at uh, mcnelly mcnelly's in downtown tulsa right that's so, such a good beer yeah and it you know it really got me started down this path of trying a lot of different beers uh you know that's the other part is it was my gateway beer and i started just saying you know what the hell i'll try this i'll try that and you know and i, I had a lot of different beers um you know and then as I moved on throughout life, um, I've had some great opportunities to travel a lot and try a lot of different beers as well. And that's got me well down that path. But yeah, Rogue Dead Guy. At a Bend, Oregon. Rogue Dead Guy. Mm-hmm. Rogue Ales, uh, Bend, Oregon. I mean, that's a beercation spot. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. It is, Absolutely. I need to make it up there. from what I understand. I've, I've been all over, you know, the Western side of Oregon, you know, North to South. I've not yet been to bend one day. So, but anyway, guys, that was a great Q and a session. We got to think about wrapping this episode up. Um, so I got to say everybody, you know, Stacia and Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time, um, to hang out with us and talk about the awesome things that you're doing. 
uh, to bring women into the craft beer community and right here in Oklahoma. So I love to see this stuff go on anywhere, but to know what's going on in the, in a state that I live in is fantastic. So keep up the good work. Um, Mike and I both want to do what we can to help get the word out for you guys. Right. Uh, so we want to promote positivity, uh, and that's exactly what y'all are doing here. Uh, so tell me if I get this wrong, I'm sorry, but it's OWCBS. Did I not say that right? Okay. WCBS. I knew I was going to get it wrong. Oh my gosh. I tried to do it off memory. Okay. W. Ah, all right. So obviously if I would read my show notes, it's at, on Facebook and Instagram at OKWCBS. Yes. I said I'd do a, a, my best to promote. I didn't say I'd actually do a good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that no, was definitely on a serious note, Facebook, Instagram at OKWCBS. Uh, thank you again so much for taking the time to hang out with us. Thank you for um, having us. Thank you. You're welcome. So fantastic Q&A session. Mike, yes, any wonderful. final words before I take us out with a social media outro? No, we just, uh, you know, we tried the Cherokee Sunrise from Canadian River Brewing. Overall, goes on a craft beer bucket list. Um, you, you know, it's, I didn't do the math. It got uh, an eight overall. Um, and then Anthem's Red Ombre, uh, you know, it got like, I don't know, 7.623 or something like that. <laughs> um, but both of these beers were great beers. Um, you know, they're, they're both uh, good, good drinks for us. Uh, it, Thoroughly enjoyed uh, sharing them with the ladies, um, and uh, hopefully um, we'll have a we'll have a beer in person soon. Yes, we should absolutely. Yeah, we'll meet you in absolutely. Tulsa. All right, I'm yes, down with that. Let's let's meet in Tulsa. We've got some new spots happening up there, and uh, there's always new breweries coming online, which we should all be anticipating. Yes, Fun indeed. Times in Oklahoma. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fun times in Oklahoma. So everybody out there, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Be sure to pull over your car right now. If you're listening to this while you're driving down the road, check out OKWCBS on Facebook and Instagram. While you're at it, the breweries, look at their Facebook pages, look at their social medias, visit their website, give them some love. Uh, support local even if you're not from here always always do that for us and hell while you're at it take a look at our stuff on instagram at craft beer bucket list you can find us on the facebook and the twitters uh, we're on all three but mike and i focus most of our time on instagram send us a dm tag us in whatever beer you're drinking we love to see what y'all are having we might put that on the podcast and review it on a future episode so Wherever you get your podcast, you can find us, you know, Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify. Give us those five-star ratings. Give us thumbs up. Share with your friends and families. Enough of me talking. So, again, thank you. And please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Adios. Bye. Bye. Crap Your Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt, LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.